Welcome to the Wheel Reads, a Wheel of Time podcast. Your hosts are Alan, Chris, and Ian. This podcast is safe for first-time readers with no spoilers. This week, we'll be covering chapters 28, 29, 30, and 31 of The Path of Daggers, Crimson Thorn, A Cup of Sleep, Beginnings, and After. Enjoy! The longest field goal ever attempted is 76 yards. The longest field goal ever missed? Also 76 yards. Why bring this up? Because knowing your limits matters, both when you're kicking a field goal and when you gamble. Betting more than you're comfortable with is like trying a 70-yard field goal. It probably won't go well. So set a limit when you gamble and stick to it. Want more helpful tips like this? Go to KeepItFunOhio.com for games, quizzes, and lots of ways to keep your gambling from getting out of hand. You know it helps when I add everybody back to the stream like I normally do. This is what happens when you're pouring yeah. drinks. I'm like, hey, we're supposed to come live yeah. right away automatically. <laughs> <laughs> technical difficulties with the world reads nothing else is new welcome to season eight episode 14 of the will reads hi everybody welcome 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 everyone in chat i hope you guys are ready for the end of book eight uh because it's it's interesting um it's definitely an ending it was an ending Yeah, it's it's a word for it. Uh, it's an ending. A um, couple quick announcements. Um, Ian has no brain. He's not here tonight um, because uh, he bought concert tickets on a Tuesday. How dare he uh, go do anything fun besides record podcasts with us? Um, but since we missed Chris last week, we'll just miss Ian this week and we'll catch Chris up on everything last week. Um, you know, get his thoughts as well real fast before jumping up, uh, jumping in. Um before all that, we do have three new patrons. Three. Three new patrons. We have Jimmy. Yeah, Jimmy, Kate, and Keith. So welcome. Woo-hoo. Welcome, welcome, welcome. Yeah. Um, also, if you're watching this live, we're doing a giveaway right now on Instagram on the Will Read. So if you follow the Will Reads on Instagram, we are doing a giveaway right now for our Frosty Mug. Go check out our Instagram. It's at the Will Reads. It's the handle, the tag. Uh, you can enter to win a Frosty Mug um, if you when i think we're doing the drawing on the 10th so by the time this actually comes out in podcast format the contest will be over so watch us live or not doesn't matter we do more of these giveaways we do them all the time so yeah <laughs> <laughs> yeah so that's that um other than that um personal life i just started a new job so that's fun i started How's yesterday like, where did you end up at i can't say on a recorded uh area gotcha time. I'll yeah. tell you afterwards. Yeah. <laughs> I have, yeah regu- regulators do not like me talking about my job and without a bunch of compliance. So um, it's not like I'm, I'm, I do something super secret squirrel stuff. Um, I just have regulators that if I mention where I work, then I have to do a ton of disclosures and paperwork. Uh, Cause then it tends to, then it, 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 yeah, it's, yeah, it's welcome. Welcome to the federal government. that likes to make lots of rules in my industry. So um, <laughs> anyway, <laughs> That doesn't sound suspicious at all. No dark friendery at all. It's just, <laughs> it is what it is. It's what I've done my entire career. Uh, you can put breadcrumbs together, figure out what I do if you really, really want to. But um, uh, just Google searches usually figure that out. But yeah, I can't say where I work um, just because yeah, compliance. Okay. Yeah, sorry. <laughs> so anyways, um, 
yeah, it, it is what it is. But yeah, started a new job, so I did all the HR stuff. It's a lot of fun. Um, you know, mind numbing. They, they today I learned how, they they had a whole seminar on how to use Outlook. I'm like, really? <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, that's what we're doing. Um, but yeah, it's a lot of fun. We went to Bush Gardens with my son uh Friday, so that was fun. Um, my my son's swim lessons right now too, so it's really fun. Uh, you know. Get to the age. He's like my oldest is five, so it's uh getting to that fun age where he's <laughs> yeah starting to get into things. Um, um, yeah, my my younger two are uh, definitely not. Yeah, you know, my 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 daughter's definitely active, but uh, you know that, that that five, you know five, six, seven, eight, especially until like the middle school age. Like I'm getting to that sweet spot where it's really fun yeah. uh, to be a dad. Uh, <laughs> Until it gets horrible again when they hate you, you know, like middle school, high school. I mean that yeah. I'm still superhero to my kids and I'm cool uh, right. and not to the point where like, leave me alone, dad. So like, I'm in that sweet spot right now where things are fun. Um, so I don't think you're ever going to be that, that parent though. You're, you're too cool for that. Uh, don't maybe, I don't know. That? I tell a lot of dad jokes and I try to embarrass my kids a lot. So I, it's <laughs> that's why they're going to stick around you. They're like, that's, you know what? <laughs> that's why they're going to spite me is because I, I'm going to be the guy that shows up to my daughter's pool party in the speed out and just be like, hey, I'm here to pick you up. <laughs> <laughs> oh All my kids are screaming. <laughs> uh, hey, parenting tips. There you go. Hey, mm. Kate! Yeah, Kate's one of our new, uh, our new patrons. So Kate's here. Woo! Yeah, shout hey, out Kate. This, epi- this episode's for you. Um, it's for you. <laughs> and for you. Yeah. And for you. Anyway, um, what about you, Chris? What's going on in your world? Had a very restful week last week. We went to Kiowa Island. I think I said the wrong one the last time, but we went to Kiowa Island in South Carolina and enjoyed time with the alligators and the beach and just that was after driving all the way to miami to help a student move all of her stuff back home to charlotte yeah it was i I wish i could have actually like spent some time in miami did not get to spend time did you know that miami's roadmap is the same as vice city's roadmap in grand auto it's actually the same roads so i actually know where i'm going yeah i mean kind of sort of funny funny story like we went there in college and we rented a van and we had like 15 person passenger van and there is one kid we call him sketchy benny he's a big stoner he was passed out the back of the van and like we're lost and we're trying to find our way to south beach and literally he pops out of like a stupor and he's like yo take a right up here and we take a right he's like don't take a left all right go three blocks down take a right and then we were there and we're like have you been here before? He's like, no, but I play Vice City all the time, man. I recognize. It's like, <laughs> <laughs> like he just recognized where he was from the video game. Like, That's absolutely what? crazy. <laughs> I feel like that would be my brother, CJ. He is one of those like hardcore game was one of those hardcore gamers back when like Vice City was the thing. So yeah. he had the maps and stuff memorized too. So, but no, yeah. um, like I said, move, help move a girl, then had a fun, fun, fun vacation. Now I'm back to work and back to normal life. And I am going to see Beyonce tomorrow. That was not a joke. So that's that's a cool thing. Queen B. Did you go see Queen B? I'm All hoping right. Jay will be there. That's really why I'm going. Hoping he'll pop there you up. Go. And he, that, he did that a couple years ago at the, something, the Water Festival on Virginia Beach. He just randomly I showed know, up. And I missed that. That was the year it was $10.45, too. The first year they did it. Yeah. 
Yep. I was so pissed off. Like, I was going to buy tickets. I was like, nah, it's not going to be that dope. Yeah, because it wasn't that big of a lineup. But then Pharrell, it was Pharrell, Pharrell uh, Williams, uh, he's from Virginia yeah. Beach, organized this entire concert on the beach there, Virginia Beach. And uh, and the lineup was okay. I mean, they had some good acts in there. But, like, all these other people just showed up. And they just let them on stage and do, like, sets. And it was yeah. just, like, it was like only ten dollars. Elliot, Timbaland, Magoo, yeah, like everyone. everybody. Beyonce, <laughs> everyone just showed like up. Literally, everybody showed up the same <laughs> night. I'm like, are you freaking kidding me? I mean, the whole even the Dave Matthews point, Band showed up. Like it was, yeah, it was it like it was like a whole like random like assortment of music. It was. I wish I'd been there. I I, didn't, I had friends that volunteered for it, but I didn't. I didn't go because I was just like, yeah, whatever. But ended up being like, man, I, I wish I'd been there. <laughs> that was pretty cool. Yeah. You and me both. Anyway, yeah. Anyway, I'm not gonna miss this one. So, speaking of people showing up, uh, we got from Twitter time the man himself, Dane Bornhold, with us Woo! tonight. Yeah, the white cloak. Yeah. Uh, I appreciate you. Know. You we let his mic work tonight, you know, unlike the Twitter Time Awards. We're not going to mute you. <laughs> and, you know, two years in a row, you know, I got to I gotta think something's going on, right? You know? <laughs> yeah, yeah. No, no, we're, we're good. Uh, the Twitter Time Awards is not till November anyway, so we got some time to work out those mics uh, and, and try to get that mute button working just right. Uh, so, but yeah so welcome to the show um happy to have you here um and and help guide chris through uh these chapters they don't merely mention white cloaks much but they're not in it but they mention them they mention white cloaks at least yeah, sure. a little bit they're mentioned um they're, they're always here in our heart right right dane you're a dark friend if you don't so <laughs> well you guys want to battle it out now or later? Because <laughs> dark for <laughs> dark for Alan is up there. I, I, I got uh, wait, let's see, uh, right here. After uh, parents, I got so. my uh, my my origins of the time, and it's uh, it's signed by Michael Livingston. And let's nice. see, it says uh, it says right there where it's signed uh, to Dark for Alan. You just you just accepted it, you know. I mean, I, you know, no back. <laughs> so that's how Michael Livingston signed my book. Uh, so there you go. <laughs> you know, as a dark friend. All right. So, um, anything else before we jump right into these these chapters? I feel like we're early. No, we're, okay. we're good. No, no. Ian's not here. I'll give I'll give news on Ian's personal life. He came to my house this weekend, so that's something. How was personal. that? Well, he moved into his new place, and he has no furniture. And um, and I have a ton of extra furniture, and my wife wants me to get rid of it anyway. So, like, he called me up asking, like, "Hey, if you put an ear out, if you hear anybody selling furniture, let me know." And I was like, "Well, I was like, oh, he wants furniture. Have him come over and stick what he wants." So he filled an entire truck full of furniture. Uh, that's why he posted yeah. the picture. Um, it's it all cute. my furniture. Yeah, I saw it. Yeah, yeah, it's all my furniture. So I helped him uh, load up a, a truck full of furniture. Oh, happy day! Yeah. <laughs> Dining room table, chairs, coffee table. Um, yeah, just a bunch. Of, Is this from your other business? Kind of, sort of. I mean, some of it was stuff I I was going to restore that I like got off the curb or bought for like a dollar. So like. I just let it like I was like this stuff still is gonna work on. He's like, oh, I'll just take it how it is. I was like, all right, sure. So I, I guess uh, by giving it away, I lost like maybe three dollars. But I'm like, he's like, do I owe anything? I was like, dude, I paid a total of like three dollars for all the stuff. So three hundred. 
<laughs> yeah, $20 on all your money. <laughs> Give it all to me. Yeah. So I told you to buy, buy a case of beer sometime or something. Uh, there you go. Yeah. Yeah. Make it easy. Drink Make it easy. Them anyway. Yeah, exactly. Exactly. <laughs> <laughs> so chapter 28, Crimson Thorn. Get, get Elaine's point of view. Before we go that different. far, okay. I'm jump backwards. I know I wasn't here last week, but oh, I did yeah, listen yeah. in. You guys did a phenomenal job of covering that, and okay. those those the the extra bit and the bargain, mm-hmm. all of that is kind of like I'm like, good lord. Yeah. First and foremost, the the reintroduction of Logan in such a powerful moment. Yeah. Literally, like taking additional wives is almost what it seems like is he like marrying like i'm in my mind i'm like he's really bonding them to him he's like yeah. all right i'm gonna make you female warders like you're gonna be mine permanently so like i'm I'm waiting to see the type of chaos or you know the the phenomenal leadership that Logan offers in coming books like i i'm i'm waiting and anxiously actually to kind of learn about where his arc is gonna take us Okay. And how that ties in with Ran. Um, because you know, he we know that he's got this relationship with the Ashraman, but at this point I no longer trust we already had a slight distrust for them. Now I'm like, who can I trust? Like that's the one there if we can wrap this last group of chapters up <laughs> in a neat package, it would be I should have changed my name to this. Who can I trust? Yeah. <laughs> yeah it's, a, it's a, course, yeah. the 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 bargaining that happened that was that was um cat swain really yeah. well it was with the it was with, with the, the sea folk wind, yeah the sea folk and it like so i understand rand's frustration but at the same time he realized like i really left y'all with nothing to work with and you came back with something so i, I appreciate it there's like a big question mark in his voice like i'll give it to you like yeah. clearly you're gonna it's gonna screw me in the end somehow, but I'll take it. I'll work with what I got. Yeah. So I'm I'm glad Rand conceded and he didn't completely lay out these um Aes Sedai. I love that interaction and how honest and truthful the Aes Sedai were. You know, Tavirin mm-hmm. beats the Ariel, the Ariel beating Rand up and yeah. Oh, that was the best part. Actually it was the worst thing <laughs> I don't know how, we we played rock, paper, scissors for this pleasure. <laughs> and Rand's just sitting there taking it. For a moment, I thought there was going to be like a supernova blast expand from Rand and <laughs> blast them all away. But I think he like he got it. In that moment, as he was getting his ass kicked, he was like, if they really wanted to hurt me, I'd be dead by now. So clearly, right. I deserve this. And they're like, this is how we treat our little brothers. I'm like, damn, I'm so glad I've always been bigger than my older sister. That, that's the only <laughs> thing that would come into my mind was like, nah, there was one moment in my life where she was a little bit bigger than me and she kind of gave it to me a little bit. I got it right back afterwards. And then after that, I grew exponentially. I think it was her beatings that caused my growth. Yeah. yeah. <laughs> anyway, now we can go on with the chapter 28. Yeah. Sounds good. And also, I do apologize if you do hear in the background, my dog is uh, being special tonight. So she's trying to join the podcast. It's just taking me back to the original episode, yeah. one. <laughs> episode one where she had the squeaky toy and would not stop the entire. <laughs> it was the first episode recorded. She squeaks, squeak, squeak, squeak. Yeah. That's so. what brought people to us. 
Yeah, she's she's still around and she's still doing her thing. Tonight she's being extra talkative. Um, so yeah, brings us chapter twenty-eight, Crimson Thorn. So we're in Lane's point of view. So we're switching from Rand now to Elaine. Um, you know, and, and this is before she gets to um uh Camelin, or to the I guess actually to the palace. It's it's leading up to this. That's what this whole yeah chapter is per se. Yeah. Um so they're continuing on the travels. Um, you know, I guess they, they Brown sister comes to Elaine about, you know, runaway sister, um, kinswoman, you know, a kinswoman that had run away, you know, and, and uh, what they used to do to runaways in the White Tower and novices and things like that. Uh, also says how much, you know, the the I guess the the ranks have expanded as they're marching along. You know, after Egwene announced that they could open the book, as they say. There's now 300, I guess, new trailers. I think it's what it said. Yeah. Yeah. I think that is what it said. Let me, let me grab my book. I don't have a book. Ian took it. Oh, <laughs> yeah. the 20 year old paperback copy I got here. I read it today. I don't remember the number. Maybe it was, maybe did say a number. Oh, no. No, the age of one, I know. Around yeah, 308 years, years old. Yeah, sorry. The runaway was 300 years old. And they don't know how to treat her because they're like, yeah, technically you're a novice, but like you're really old. Right. <laughs> yeah. I, I remember that that there were just moments in this where i was like can we just let it be like we're at the end of the world like yeah just let it go yeah so i was she, skipping ahead i i was enrolled in the novice book almost 300 years ago and i ran away less than a year later i submit myself and mm-hmm. and beg for mercy like again first off how many years ago three hundred years ago and she survived this long running away as a novice like she should have died of like you know the power consuming her but instead she's like you know on top of her stuff Ah, you know i'm gonna let her go i'm gonna leave her be yeah you know put her in whites call it a day it is what it is right and there's lots of like grumblings amongst the Kansas women as well, because they have all these rules as far as, you know, they don't accept runaways. They return them to the white tower as part of their rules. And now they're realizing a lot of these people that have been in their ranks for hundreds of years, years. were runaways too. And there's all these grumblings and, and, and the, and the eye to eye tension between the Kansas women and back and forth. It's just a lot going on. And Elaine's kind of <laughs> sick of it. <laughs> um, but, but obviously the the ice and I are like yeah we'll take care of them um, and like I said the, the rumblings with the kin have been going on for eight days it says so uh, but as all this is happening one of the kids woman comes up and says hey Land says you need to come right now because uh, there's something going on and Land doesn't always call often at first I when I first read this years ago I thought it was a trap I do remember that because yeah. like I would Land send someone else like I would just come himself like yeah, yeah I had that exact same thought I'm not gonna lie. <laughs> Like, I'm like this is bullshit. So let's not go. Yeah, exactly. Like uh, Land would just come because he can move like quick, like lightning fast, like a warder, and like just show up. And, like come with me, and then like be back in five seconds. Like that's that's Land. Yeah. <laughs> so, <laughs> but it's not. It's Land actually by a hut. Uh, they go in and Adelaide's uh, laid on her side, dead. Ispin is dead as are well, dead as well. Stake through her chest. Uh, that Land's was a little. Very gruesome scene, just thinking about how one of them died from poison, and the other one literally had a stake driven through, slowly through her heart. I was just like, right. Damn, that, 
That's well, the one that died through poison probably had the one stake driven slow because they said it was like a painkiller, so it like killed Uh, him slowly. Yeah, yeah, I think I think she like drank so much it killed her, right? And then the other one was like, uh, yeah, 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 I think so. Yeah, but I think they both drank it from what they're saying. They said like a little bit takes the pain away, but a lot, of course, yeah, it's like taking a bunch of ibuprofen or something or Tylenol. Okay, but yeah, the other definitely stake through the heart, you know, that's uh, yeah. The yeah, you know, that's they, there for sure that's gonna hurt mm-hmm. for a little <laughs> yeah they may have remained conscious for hours not able to move but aware uh, either whoever did this did not want to risk someone coming too soon with an antidote not that one knew where it was or else they wanted one or the other to know who was killing them hmm. that and then for her sister to come in and to be like the level headed like cool calm Collecting the details, chatting things out. For a yeah. moment, I was like, "Damn, that's that's crazy." And then, of course, yeah. as soon as everybody left, yeah, Van Dien like, breaks down tears. Bro. Yeah, yeah, I felt horrible at that point. Now, yeah. as a Twitter time white cloak, I got to tell you, I love this part. You know, what I mean? <laughs> <laughs> the, the, the slow death is- of. There's, There's, There's one less to deal with. No, I'm just kidding. No, this, for real, though, it is. It's real. I remember. So I know this is your first time, Chris. I first. I mean, I've been reading this since I was like, I mean, a teenager. So I'm 36 now. But I remember the first time reading this. I was like, I remember being like in shock. Like, what is going on here, right? With all this stuff. So I remember the same thing, right? Like with land, same exact thing. Oh, nah. There's no way land is calling somebody like that. Why would he do that? So yeah. it's a uh, it's an interesting this book that uh, it reminded me it's been a long time since I read it but and I will talk about the other chapters I, I guess too but I forgot about a lot of the you know like cliffhanger type things in this yeah book. yeah it's, it, it, you mean it, the it, whole end the, the whole ending yeah <laughs> <laughs> yes yeah I mean most most endings to the books have some kind of conclusion this one's definitely a whole cliffhanger but yeah it's um it is what it is. Uh, and, and a lot of people get jumbled these books all together. I know I've read the yeah. series now multiple times and and Crown of Thorns, Path of Daggers, even the beginning of Winter's Heart, I always jumble, jumble when the events happen. And what, I know it's like, it's in the three books somewhere it happened, this event. But yeah, it's one of those things where it all kind of starts to jumble together. Because yeah. it is a little bit more of a slower pace. Um, you still have some action in these books, but it's definitely... There's a lot more other stuff going on too. It's not a it's not a linear, and you have so many different plot lines going too now at this point. Whereas in previous books, we just had like maybe one or two like solid plot lines that were converging back together. Once you get to these books, they're just everyone's doing their own thing, and it's they're they're, they're not coming back together at all right now. <laughs> they're no. expanding out in different directions and getting even more crazy. The worst time to be expanding. They're all headed their own separate ways. Like they yeah. really. Yeah, I mean, Tarmac Gun's right around the corner. Yeah, the Dragon Reborn, and everyone's just kind of doing their own thing and like falling apart in their own ways. Uh, yeah. Things are not looking good, um, but we'll get more to that. Um, it's looking good for the Dark Friends. True. Their stuff is coming together really <laughs> nicely. They've had so much longer to plan, though. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to attribute all this to. You know, thousands of years of planning finally come into fruition. Yeah. That's, that's what I'm claiming. <laughs> As Zul says, fewer days, more plot lines. Yeah, so like Crown of the uh, Crown of Thorns is only ten days. The entire book takes really? place over ten days. Yeah, so not Path of Daggers, but the previous book, 
book seven is only 10 days long. Yeah. If you actually look at the timeline, uh, cause it starts with right after Dumais Wells book seven does. And the very last chapter, it says it's only been 10 days since the events. Like that's what, uh, um, um, whatever her name was, um, mm-hmm. starts the G I said, I got captured by the shadow. You, you know me better than this. We'll wait for Selena. Selena, give it Galena, thank you. I was like, Gadriel, that was not Lord of the Rings. Uh, yeah, Galena. Galena. Um, yeah, sorry. Lord of the Rings just popped in my head. Thanks, or, but yeah, Tolkien's just going through my head. But anyway, um, yeah, so uh, Galena um, says, yeah, it's been 10 days. So it's the whole events of the entire book are 10 days long. Um, yeah, which is crazy. So yeah, shorter timeline, fewer days, more plot lines. Just plodding along. Thank you, Zul. Yeah, Galena. Yes. Uh, sorry. Thinking of, of plot lines, my favorite is coming up, and this is the moment where we start the house, uh, the the house game game of houses again. What do you call it? Days Demar. The Days Demar. Mm-hmm. This is where it starts to pick up again, big time. Oh yeah. Yes. Camelin style. Yeah, because yeah, two <laughs> days later they arrive Bloody. back. Yeah, they arrive in Camelin, and it's not the same city that Elaine left at all. It's. Uh-huh. It's yeah, there's aisle everywhere because Rand's left his aisle guard there. People are like <laughs> looking at their possession, like they're cra- like because this looks strange. You have I said, you have aisle with Elaine. It's a you have wise, you know, wise ones. You have the kinswoman. You have you have this weird procession coming in, and you know, everyone's looking at them strange. Plus, it's completely strange in the city too because Rand's taking the city at this point. So it's you know, uh, the aisle guard in the royal palace, you know, it's it's just completely different than what Elaine left. <laughs> It's got to be awkward too, right? Because obviously, like the people in the city know Elaine, right? Mm-hmm. Yeah, and they know everything that's going on, and then they know, of course, everything like with the Dragon Reborn, Rand being there, taking over. Like, yeah. it has to be awkward, right? Like, yeah, but a lot of them think she's dead, so it's yeah. just like it got to be. It's got to be strange to see yeah. her walking like, in off the streets, like and literally walking into the throne room. Mm-hmm. Everybody's gawking, and she's sitting here like, "I will do it the right way. I will not walk up and sit on this throne." And then mm-hmm. she makes a promise to the mom, I will honor your name, Morgesh Trakhand, and try to bring only honor to House Trakhand. And then you have Dylan in the background. She's like, yeah, I told everybody to leave us alone. I figured you'd want a moment, but mm-hmm. I'm going to run the moment because I want a moment with you. <laughs> like that's, that's what I heard. I don't know what you guys <laughs> But it sums it up pretty well. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. D- Dylan comes in, uh, you know, gives her a little bit of rundown. Um, you know, Dylan thought she was dead too. Her very first question was, are you coming here to like beg for your throne from the dragon or I love yeah, but- for this. And I'm coming here to claim it on my own behalf. Yeah. Cause I am says, my this, own woman. Says, says, this is mine's. I don't need no man. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. She got her own. <laughs> That's what I heard at least in the book was this is mine's. <laughs> um, yeah, and and then she just turns and asks Dylan, "Are do you, do you serve me? Are you for me? Like, are 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 you with me?" And and Dylan hesitates. She's like, "Yeah, I guess you mm-hmm. you did the best claim." So, um, yeah, you know, several people have claimed the throne in your absence, though. And she goes through everyone that has. Oh, yeah. And she admits because I think I actually had the best claim beside you. So, was, yeah. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, that part right there, that was the part that really got me. She like does the whole rundown of people. And then she's like, yeah, but most of the people are really, you know, kind of huddling around one person. 
Mm-hmm. And Elaine's like, who is this scoundrel? And she's like, I'm the scoundrel. It's scoundrel. me. <laughs> it's me. <laughs> <laughs> but I, a lot of me hopes that for the progression of these novels, we roll into the next book and we see Elaine being like coronated or whatever they do, like giving her her crown. Mm-hmm. You know, I, I doubt it, but I'm hoping because we need to kind of speed some of this along. We've been dragging our feet on this for three books now, even though, like you said, last book was only 10 days. So really, we haven't been dragging our feet at all, but it right. feels that way at this pace of reading. So. Yeah, true. Um, and then we end this little scene or this part of it with Elaine or with Dylan asking what she means to her, what her opinion is of Rand or what she means to do with Rand. And Elaine just casually says, I mean, I mean to bond him and marry him and kind of dismisses it. But as she says that Dylan just starts laughing and we end this section with Elaine thinking like, why is she laughing? I'm like, wondering if Dylan knows that she's already bonded. Who's already, who's already bonded? Rand. Oh yeah, that I don't think Dylan knows that. No, no that most people don't do know. We that. know, but do we know for real? Do we know for certain? I mean, no, but, no, I guess we don't know that she doesn't know. Do you know that she knows that we know that they know? Uh-huh. <laughs> <laughs> but no, that that was that was probably my favorite part was that interaction there. Mm-hmm. Anything that, from all this before before we switch over to uh, David? No. Anything? Any questions you got, Dane, for Chris, or anything that you wanted to add? I've got no questions yet. I mean, I think it's a little. I mean, you know, the Dane side of me is thinks it's questionable. You know, you guys are very, <laughs> um, you know, very interested in the, about the witches, but no. Yeah. <laughs> uh, no, no questions. I, I was going to ask you. Uh, you know, what he thought about. You know, what he thought about Dylan, but he kind of mentioned it seems like. Yeah. Uh, interested to see how it goes right um exactly i am apprehensive at the moment that's where i'll leave it like i'm hoping she's going to be the biggest supporter that Egwene needs Uh, but then there's a side of me that's like she could take control very easily why not Hmm. yeah maybe she will maybe she won't you're gonna have to find out (laughs) yeah (laughs) raffo so now we switch to a dark friend so we switch from from witches to dark friends um so um there is a difference, Dane. There is a difference. All right, that's what you brought me here for. Let's let's. No. <laughs> yeah. So we get to to David Hamlin, who we've met before. Uh, I know it's a lot of books that we've been through. Uh, he was one of Ravin's Ravine's guards. Um, I think he was actually one of the ones sent down to the Stern of Tear, if I remember correctly. It might not have been him or not, but he was he's part of all that. He's part, one of was one of the Queen's guards that was under Ravin. When, when Ravine mm-hmm. was in there, that was um, a very long time ago. It was, but um, he's come back to the city, and as he enters Caneland, he's just like, "Man, the city's ready for looting." You know, it's uh, <laughs> it's just be so easy right now. Everything's kind of chaos. I can take everything and kill people. It'll be so much fun. Uh, you know, he's he's your stereotypical like like villain, like just your 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 stereotypical villain. Like uh, it's it's very cliche, very tropish. Like yes. Kill everyone, loot everything. <laughs> so, pretty much that's, it. That's, he is. Yeah, he's but he's not. Yeah, yeah. Um, it, but you know, but he has instructions, so he's not going to. Yeah. So he goes to his house, gets led down to the basement, and there's another woman that we've seen before in the basement. 
Cheyenne, how do you pronounce it? Cheyenne, Cheyenne, Cheyenne. How do you? Millie Cien. Oh, Cien, yeah. Cien. So we've seen her a bunch of times. Um, this is this is Millie, right? I, I am I am the yeah. right person. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, so Millie Cien, uh, and she's mentioned by name in the last book when Matt saw her in Ebudar when he was following her with the white cloak who was calls himself Bors. And then Matt recognized her as the woman that tried to kill them in the first book with the dagger that burned to the wall. Same dark friend from the very first book that tried to kill him. Kill Matt and Rand. Yeah. On the road. So yeah, these characters that you just forget over time, they keep coming back. Yeah. yeah, I'm like, wait a second. Why do we know her? Oh yeah. We've we've met her multiple times in multiple books. It's just always like little snippets here and there. So I need her to die. She's, so I don't she's have to a dark friend. With Kizikans free shoes, motion sounds something like this. Kizik helps you experience the magic of motion. With over 200 patents and easy on, easy off technology, you'll never have to touch your shoes again. There are hundreds of styles and colors, plus a squish like nothing you've ever felt. For a limited time, get a free pair of socks with your first order at kizik.com slash socks. But he looks and they have these people that are like, like not dead yet, but like definitely being tortured right now as decorations. Like, yeah, she's you, like, like, I've been waiting on a competent man, but the great mm-hmm. Lord's finally sent me one because the others, they just failed. And are yeah. these like those men? Like, are... Well, one's an Aes Sedai. The other one is Jake and Carradine, who is a white yeah. cloak. That's that's exactly yeah. who I was thinking. You know, I think they got him. You know, I I just don't I don't know if you can believe this fallacy in here, but <laughs> literally, like got him strung up with a funnel down his mouth, and like he likes yeah, his he likes he likes his brandy. Like, that's a that's a rough way to go too. <laughs> I, you know, I it would probably burn all the way down. Yeah. But. And there's a lot of mention of where people are getting their orders from. I guess uh, uh, CN's uh, getting her orders directly from Morden, who yeah. I guess in the previous book was named the Nablus. Uh, but then the Aes Sedai said she's getting her messages from 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 good old Magedian. So like, there's this whole like, who are you to tell me what to do kind of thing? And uh, she's like, all right, you're bound. Here's some more brandy for you. Let's get another cast. Yeah. Up. Yeah. Um, yeah. So. It was a weird Unge- scene. I can't wait to see it in, in, in action in the TV show, if it even happens. But uh, if it happens. Yeah. But yeah, so um, yeah, ungags the Aes Sedai. She begs for mercy. Um, you know, uh, and the other Aes Sedai is named as Fowlin. So another <laughs> Aes Sedai that we've met before, the mm-hmm. black, black sister. Um, yeah. Gag is replaced. Tell another. You. Another brandy cask is ready for her. Um, and then she, she had, uh, you know, turns to David and, um, you know, ask, how would you like to have your hands on a queen? And he's like, oh, I would like that very much. <clears throat> and we end this chapter with Which some dun, dun, dun. Mm. Mm. <laughs> like, that was the number one question I had is who, who are they sitting <laughs> Is he going after Elaine? Is he going after her mom? 
Is he? Everybody thinks Morgase is dead. I think at this, this point. Is a, this is actually a lot more fun than I remember with the with being a new reader because there's so many things I want to say and I'm like, oh man, I can't. You know, so, <laughs> so what do you? What do you, I mean, you want to tell me what Queen? <laughs> what, what I, I'm think? okay with that. You know, it's you won't spoil me much. Nah, man, I can't do it to you. I won't let you. So there's a guy that shows up. Uh, next book, Chris. His name's Freddie Mercury. Um, right. He's he's a killer queen. Yeah, um, I bet he is. And, yeah, and that's who it is. <laughs> he a rocket man too. <laughs> no, that's that's Elton John. Uh, but no. he's, <laughs> <laughs> but sometimes he's under pressure. Uh... <laughs> another man, one. Goes, know. Goes, not in it, goes, another one goes. Another one goes. <laughs> um, Hal knows all about it. What do you say? I said Hal knows all about it. Oh yeah, yes, that's <laughs> Queen. <laughs> <laughs> so any thoughts from this chapter before we move to chapter 29? No. All right. A cup of sleep. That's our next chapter. And we're in, we're th- always awesome. Don't be an utter woolhead, Rand. Yeah, just don't. Just go to a lane. Jeez. <laughs> 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 and, and yeah, I mean, Rand's pacing and thinking about a lane, thinking about those two letters still from book two. Or three or whatever book that was. Um, just, I, I don't get four, it. Like, but Rand it, anyway. has been through so much crap, dealt with so many people, conquered, killed, made mistakes, and he still can't talk to a girl. Got girl issues, man. Not all that. Mm-hmm. You'd think. <laughs> he literally has a kingdom to like, let me take that back because then most women would be offended. He doesn't have a kingdom to hand her. He has a kingdom yeah. To not interact in though he has conquered, but it's hers by birthright. So mm-hmm. he can be there to support her claim, but not give it to her, support her claim. Yeah. And chat's correct to me. Book four. It doesn't matter. It was years ago, right? We've been doing this podcast for years. All right. It was years ago. Literally. <laughs> what those letters were. Literally, literally years ago. If only Matter Parent was there, they know girls. How you were absolutely right. We know at this point Matt is a player play on. Like Matt definitely <laughs> definitely knows his girls. Well, yeah. Perrin, Perrin's learning from Elias, so I don't know. I don't know if it's the best of future. But... I don't know how, yeah, at this point, you know, there's some credibility issues there, but yeah. Because Elias has been roaming with the wolves and yeah. I need I need my SpongeBob six years later. I need to get a I need to get a video to throw in here. Um, <laughs> um, she brings up Matt as well during this. You know, like what? Do you, and then he rants down. It's like Matt's fine. You know, like because he's like you know you're you're in your sulking. You're not even worried about like what's happened to Matt. It's like Matt's fine. Don't don't bring up Matt. <laughs> I um, know if he was dead. What do you mean? He's like I, yeah. I can feel it. Yeah, I can feel it. Yeah, yeah, it's yeah. just this this argument. I mean, men's like, go to her. I don't want to. You hang up. No, you hang up. <laughs> You're angry. I'm not angry. Is <laughs> like she's it's, like, did you want her to have Andor whole, not ripped apart like Kyrie and it's here? Like he's like, I did it. I gave it to her. It's hers. And she's like, now good. Now go get what you want. Like, you, it's a trade off. You know. Yep. The fact that a woman who loves you that you love is telling you to go love another woman, like, mm-hmm. bruh, not everybody, nobody gets that. Nobody gets that. Nobody gets that. 
Nobody wants that. <laughs> Maybe no, I don't know. No, no, <laughs> that's, compli- that's complicated. That's complicated. No, I don't want to be in a situation. That's just it's just no, too much. He had so many. It's like you said, he had so many of these going on, and here he is telling talking to his one girlfriend about his other girlfriend. I mean, that's just a. <laughs> it's a lot. It's, it's, it's just a lot. Of, it's a messy. It's no, messy. Going on. I don't know. Yeah. Then Sorlia comes in unannounced because the maidens aren't announcing anybody at this point because they don't they let anybody in as long as they're not a threat they're like yeah just go ahead and like the yeah. maidens are still pissed. <laughs> I love like I I am one hundred percent here for that reaction. Like they're at least doing their job, but they're doing the bare minimum. Like he wants to keep us at arm length. He doesn't want to let us do our jobs, so he's going to be interrupted and. Yeah. Maybe we keep enough eyes on him because he's yeah. going to be interrupted so often that he's not going to get a chance to sneak away. I but think then Van turns around and signs Ashaman to filter people, <laughs> you know, instead. You know, it's like, yeah, you do it instead. <laughs> turn, turn to people. But anyway, so Sorlia comes in with five other women. They're all Aes Sedai and all women that were part of capturing Rand and put him in a box. So, hmm. Hmm. Our, our, fav- our favorite Aes Sedai sisters. I just. Again, the commending of Ran happens here because Ran could have easily blown up and taken care of these women at any point. Mm-hmm. Of course, he realizes a he needs them, but b he's he's pretty much got them. Well, he doesn't have them whipped. The wise ones have them whipped at this point. Yeah, they're dots on. They've been yeah. they've been treated like crap and beaten beaten to a pulp. Um, <laughs> the Tobir trail cannot be met, and they realize mm-hmm. that. Yep. So, so you know they give him the choice to Rand to do what to do with them, you know, and you know Min's trying to view the viewings, but they're all, you know, kind of jumbled together, and she can't really pick out anything particularly. Just there's a lot of stuff going on, as there is with any Isodies, but but yeah, they all eventually. Uh, I guess Rand interrogates them first a little bit, you know, mm-hmm. why they would serve him, and they all have their different answers. Um, you know, but they all come back to the you know, Rand's important, they all have their different reasons behind it, but that's kind of what they all sum up to. Exactly, that's like your, your life. Like, I let them beat you. Like, why would you want to be with mm-hmm. me? You know, like, well, you know, at the end of the day, I'm a couple of them. I'm Green Aja, my, my job is to battle. I'll be at Tarman Guiding with you no matter how you look at it. Yeah, so yeah. Uh, and Min sees one of a viewing of one of them, uh, Bonnie and Oshman, which she thinks is really interesting. Um, yeah, yeah, that would uh, be crazy. Now, what if that's the cure? I mean, we Rand clearly has not gone as insane as he should have. Hmm. Maybe if he could stay closer to his, uh, yeah, to Alana, then he would be able to keep his sanity completely intact. Or maybe because he's Taviran and he's the dragon, this is where we need more than one person. So maybe he becomes bonded by his wives. At some mm. point in the near future. No, as a white cloak, I just gotta say, I mean, uh, maybe he shouldn't have channeled in the first place. You know, that's the one thing. I also have dealt with Calendor. You know, he's got these limbs. So, you know, what do you want to do? <laughs> I know we're not there yet, but with Calendor, I feel like he's gonna have to be bonded to the women to be able to then use Calendor properly. Calendor adds some complexities to it for sure. Yeah. To, to the yeah, future. you know, you, they have the they have the little poster on the on the wall on the white cloak. So, you know, every time a man channels, God kills a kitten. That's right. So you know, <laughs> away, I'm a dog. <laughs> As I look at my cat. <laughs> As you look at your cat. 
Yes, as all this is happening, Min's viewing, Rand turns and starts to walk back towards the dragon throne. He gets about halfway there and turns and like rushes back towards them and like furious. And it's like, he's like, you know, would you be locked in a box? Would you accept that as a punishment? You know, they're all terrified at this point because he's kind of going a little crazy. I mean, Luz is talking to through a lot of all this. And, uh, um, and they're like, yeah, yeah lock yeah. me up. Now they all agreed they would be locked. Um, and Min's shocked by this, thinks it must be Tvirin, you know. Yeah. why they're so readily of you know willing to be locked in a box and beaten every day um but suddenly she sees like this weird aura flash above all of them and blurts you know out that they'll all serve you stop stop what you're doing rand like they're good <laughs> um and rand uh, listens and, they will and they're all serve you each in their own fashion in their own way right. yeah that's important because they're not just gonna outright serve you because i said i don't outright serve anybody except for themselves but See how Chris feels the last time. I mean, I <laughs> show here. We have a white cloak. <laughs> I got to put on an act. Them witches. <laughs> yes, they can all burn at the stake. Them tar blonde witches. my inner Ian. They can all burn and tar blonde witches. Witches. <laughs> Uh, yeah, but Rand, you know, asked him to swear the oath to them. They all swear it instantly. And then Rand loses interest. He's like, all right, fine, be gone. I'm mm-hmm. done with you. Um it, it and, and Rand turns to Sora Leah and says, like, you know, how many more, you know, women are you do you have? And she's like, Yeah, uh, probably a bit more. <laughs> there's, there's a few more that we'll we'll take in. Um and, and then Rand immediately goes back to sulking about Elaine. <laughs> Yeah, <laughs> Elaine. I need him to go ahead, go see Elaine. You know, get married, mm-hmm. start having some churn. Yep, <laughs> yep. So as, as Rand's going through all these emotions and thoughts, he's like, "You know what? We need to go see Cat Swain. You know what, man? You're coming with me. It's good to you. Good for you to, to do some viewings while you're there. So come with me." Min agrees. Uh, they go walk out past the maidens and they're strolling down the hallway, get about like five steps on the hallway, and then like a giant explosion. Just boom. The entire sunroom's just like ripped apart in all of Rand's apartments. <laughs> Chris is shaking his head. <laughs> yeah, so what did you think was happening? That would be my, yeah, would be my question. <laughs> so I, I don't want to seem overly like confident or overly like like i'm bsing but multiple thoughts ran through my head first thought was dark friends which was Mm -hmm. you know that's it encompasses everything so my second thought was was maybe a chosen one a forsaken had gotten through i was Mm -hmm. like no they're not that bold right now and then i thought maybe somebody had lost it. So that's kind of where I land. It was like maybe one of the Ashaman, because we know that they've, you know, been going crazy in general. Maybe one of them finally lost it. Yeah. And that was kind of, I was like, damn, this sucks. Like, Rand can't catch a break. And yeah. then there was a part of me that thought maybe Sean Chan. I was like, nah, that's, that can't be the case. They would, it, that would be too obvious. So then I went back okay. to one of the Ashaman lost it. And that crazy, yeah. Yeah, part of me is like, did Rand go crazy? Because I was listening to it, not reading it. I was like, no, it's not Rand, but somebody went crazy. Yeah. 
and I was. He turns to to more that uh, Ashman next to him is like, "Can I trust you to guard men?" He's like, "Yeah, I'll serve you to death." He's like, "All right, guard men with your life." It takes off running. Run, yeah, <laughs> yeah, because um, he felt channeling. Rand mm. Rand felt the the male channeling, so he he knows it's a man somewhere, and yeah, he, he asked more if he can trust him. And, and Min seems confused on why he would even ask. He would even ask that. Of course, Rand felt the man channel, so he's like, "Can I trust you? Like, is this part of your? Are you illness?" Like, <laughs> when well, like even he should have known exactly what was going on. Like he should have felt the channeling too. So yeah. Rand at this point, I think this is what really bothered me the most in this whole moment was Rand really doesn't know who he, who he can trust at this point, and the few right. people he should know he can trust. He's scattered throughout the world. Yeah, 100%. And we yeah. complained about this for many of books, but now it's like all coming back to bite him at yeah. one time. So he pushed Parrot and Matt away on their own little yeah. missions. And, and there's not many people that he has in his inner circle he can trust. In fact, we got to that early in this book when we were talking about the battle with Sanchan. Like everyone around him are people that want to kill him. Like he doesn't have any yeah. friends around him. Maybe, I mean, there's Bashir. Frenemies. Frenemies. He has Bashir. He has Bashir. But that's. Bashir is a force, too. We'll give him that. Yeah. Yeah. But, but um, yeah. So he knows. Uh, so switches to Rand's point of view. A man's channeled. Rand seizes the source. And as he sees it, he sees a face flash in front of him that's not his own. It mm. goes away. I just wanted to point that out. Um, and that's happened a couple of times now in this book. You know, as he's been seizing the source, he sees flashes or things go double. Yeah. So that happens I don't again think here. I recognize that. I don't... Yeah, it happened. Huh. It's ha- it happened when he's finding the Shanchan too. Mm-hmm. Yeah. It's happened a couple of times actually. Yeah, all throughout this book. But so like it, it kind of lends to the theory that Ian keeps having about him, like maybe this is like a time rift deal. And okay. the magic is really changes in time being done around them. And maybe, you know, with this continual merging of his prior self, you know, some of that's bleeding through could be loose. Cra- or maybe he's going crazy. Nah, <laughs> it's gonna be, this could be loose. Like trying to take over. We, we did have that moment where we said lose was definitely gonna eventually went over. So maybe, it would suck to see Rand just disappear in the background. Maybe he becomes the head and loses voice, which, oh. you know, to lose his yeah. point, he's been right the whole time about yeah. certain people. Like yeah. he knew something that Rand didn't know. He's like, kill him, kill him now. Do it, do it while they're not looking. Yeah. Yep. Do it while they are yeah. looking, but they're not drawing power because literally Deshiva was who Rand saw. And yeah, he was people but, talk about he's dead. I'm telling you. Before before we get there, it's um, you know he he does sense Alana's outside the palace, so he's happy about that. He's making his way through, and he's doing this little like a super ninja invisible trick with the power to make himself go invisible whenever the maidens run by. So all the maidens mm-hmm. are running towards the apartments, and he's just he folds the light around him, makes himself go invisible. He's allowing them to go fight for him, just not where he's at. Yeah, um, Great space. Lo- loses his head, all giddy and excited. He's all like. Yeah, we'd fight. <laughs> so we get to kill them like this, he's so excited about the fact that he was right. That's really all this is about. Sure. And Cat mm-hmm. Swain and, and, a, and a couple sisters uh, stride by. Of course, Rand's hidden the entire time through that. Um, 
And then as he's not hidden, one the Seafolk ambassador that's assigned to him from the bargain pops her head out and Rand's like, no. <laughs> like <laughs> ties him up and throws him back in the ribs. Like, stay in your room. You're not coming out. Um, yeah. But he's just he's moving down the, that later. Yeah. He's moving down the corridors and hunting whoever this was and trying to like sense for anybody else channeling. And finally he gets to a kind of a clearing, or I guess a part of the the palace where he spots just Shiva and a, f- a couple other Ashaman. They're arguing over whether Rand's dead or not. We knew the minute that Shiva became sane a few chapters back that he was bad news. Yeah. He started arguing with Rand. I was like, oh, there we go. Like Ian's right. <laughs> not not often do I just flat out, all right, Ian's right. But at that moment, I was like, Ian's right. And then to read his name, I was like, damn. Just glad I did not bet the steak dinner because... Yeah, I would be buying one tonight. <laughs> I mean, who do you think the Shiva is? Just a random Ashaman? Dark friend. He's a dark friend. Okay, he's the dark friend that we keep looking for. We keep wanting to put it off on uh, what's his face, Taim, Taim, but okay, it's really him. Okay, yeah, yeah. but as they're arguing, the Shiva spots Rand immediately, channels at him. But Rand blocks it um, and then, like, shoots lasers and fires. It's like red lines. It doesn't sound like lasers being shot lasers, out. Yeah. <laughs> like laser beams flying out and fire as well. He's, like, shooting everywhere. Um, you know, but, you know, they're fighting from all directions. Um, mm-hmm. And when, you know, he runs to the other side to try to, like, flank them and gets around. But when he gets back, they're gone. Uh, in the meantime, he feels what could have been a gateway being formed. Um, mm-hmm. Yeah, and and people are running scared everywhere. Loses ranting his head, you know, and, and you know, Rand at this point just walks out in the open. He's not even trying to hide. He's just trying to finish off to Shiva. Um, almost kills the mother of Ashman. So you know, I know they almost kills Flynn and, and others. And Nar- Narishma. Yeah. They Narishma. pop their head out and like Rand shoots stuff at them. Almost kills them. And it's like, okay. is like, are you with them or can we trust you too? And, they're like, dude, chill out, relax. You're paranoid. He's like, but I just got attacked by you people. Yeah. <laughs> this is where I put a lot of blame on Rand. How do you mm-hmm. task a man with starting an army of male channelers and not make yourself a presence? Yeah. Stupid, outright dumb. Yeah. There's no other word for it. They would all know who I am, they would all know I'm in charge. They would all be wearing my pins. If I gave you a pin, you gonna wear it. Like, no. yeah. I mean, throughout history, that's 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 come back to bite a lot of people in history. You know, you give someone a massive army and then not pay attention to what they're doing. It usually comes back to bite yeah. you. Um, I'm thinking uh, Julius Caesar, Roman Senate. Uh, <laughs> <laughs> here, go fight the Gauls. Here's a giant army. Uh, oh crap. <laughs> Comes yeah. back and just takes out the Senate. Uh, but anyway, um, so Reading that line was funny though. I remember, I like, I forgot where he's just like, uh, you know, where they call out to him, like, hey, it's me, Narishma and Flynn. Right? And he's <laughs> like, I didn't recognize you, Rand lied. Come here, yeah, I ran lied. <laughs> I hey, knew you know, are. Come out here real quick, <laughs> yeah, yeah, come uh, out real fast. Uh, maybe, sure. we, maybe we should wait a little bit for you to come. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, Rand knew exactly who it was, <laughs> he didn't care. They're, yeah. they're they're Hashimah. At this point, Dashman are bad. Uh, he doesn't know who's good and who's bad. Uh, he's going to kill them all. Um, 
I love this quote too. Trust was a knife and the hilt was as sharp as a blade. Yeah. Um, that's a good quote. Um, where like at this point he can't trust anyone. Uh, no matter, you know, the hilt and the blade are just as sharp. It's yeah. 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 And after about an hour, he finally gives up searching. Um, we switch back to men. Uh, she's hiding in the basement and, uh, and Rand's there as well. Cause this is a little bit later. Uh, and mm. Rand's, uh, Rand's shielded more cause more has gone full crazy. He's fed when Moore's like a child now. Yeah, and just, yeah, his mind, yeah, his mind's completely gone. He's just playing with toys and building blocks and just babbling yeah. like a little kid. Yeah, it's one of the saddest part. One of the saddest things in the in the books, really. One of those ones that sticks out, you know. Yeah, and Rance just shielded him rather than killing him because he's like, well, he's crazy right now, so he'd probably just play with blocks with the entire palace yeah. if he wasn't shielded. Uh, you know, yeah. It's like a little kid. Uh, just minds went completely to mush. Um, but then you like imagine men too, right? Like she says that I guess it happened like almost immediately, right? Where he's like fine, right. and then next thing you know, he's like, "Hey, don't worry, I just glide over all the walls and like make you a, a place to hide <laughs> yeah. safe." You know, like that'd yeah. be scary. A little traumatizing yeah. for her. Yep. And as he's talking to men, a voice comes from behind. Rand spins around, and it's our good friend. At this Um, point, you got to be, if you're Rand, you're really wondering, like, can I trust him? Yeah. And he's he's not wearing wearing the flare. You know, like from Office Space, he's not wearing the flare. Yeah. You know, like. Yeah. Can I trust (laughs) him? You have to wear the flare. It tells you who you are. All right. It's kind of mockery, right? Because his coat has the dragons on, so he's definitely like trying to fill in that Rand void, like Chris was saying, right? Like, mm-hmm, I mean, yeah. just people for him, and now he's like kind of trying to dress to look like you, like Rand. Yeah, you think, he you know? is slowly becoming the dragon reborn, reborn. Yeah, he may have even set this whole thing up. Hmm. Interesting. Like those. Yeah, guys there's a, there's a stare him. down right here. I mean, Rand turns around and like clenches his teeth and like stares down at Taim and men raise her knives and everything like that and and ranch is like you're holding the power like why are you holding the power around me right now like what's your move man <laughs> it's, it's a definitely tense moment um but time drops the power and he says you know i i had to because you know i yell everywhere and they're so jumpy i need to hold the power just to protect myself he comes with excuse, yeah you know um so many great excuses i might be stabbed yeah, and he, and he says, you know, he had a few deserters and names off a few, not any of the people that Rand had seen. Yeah. But named some other people off. So he said, okay, he said, great. So the, the, the list is growing of men I have to kill. Yeah. And Time looks over at Fedrin Moore and it's like, are you going to take care of this one or you want me to do it? Rand's like, I'll take care of it. Um, it's just, like I said, sad. I like this interaction. So I'm going to give it a little bit of a moment. It's like, I'll, I will take care of Fedwin. And then mm-hmm. he's like, the wisdom in my village could cure anything. She knows more about herbs than anybody I've ever met. I learned a little from her. Which are safe, which are not. Sleep, Fedwin, Ram murmured. And he just kind of gave him a little wine, a little something a little, in the wine. A little poison, yeah. This was a threat. Mm-hmm. But yeah, he was mad also. His time says, you want me to kill this one? And Rand's like, he has a name. Like... Don't call him this one. Like he was mad about that too. And yeah, it was a threat as well. Yeah, yeah going back to the whole poisoning thing. Yeah. 
I know a thing or two about poison. Two chapters about people drinking stuff and dying. So, you know, don't trust right. nothing in Randland with <laughs> that mm-hmm. you drink there. And he's like, return to the Black Tower. Do not come back here. I may be moving about for a while. He's going to yeah. kill any man he sees that he does not absolutely trust. Yeah, and, and talking to me, I was saying, when's the last, next time you kind of visit? He's like, I'll do what I feel like it. <laughs> like, <laughs> go back. I'll come there when I feel like it. Um, and, and time leaves, and the men's just crying, cursing Rand for what he had to do. But I mean, he's it's it's a mercy kill at this point. I mean, he can't he can't keep a shield forever. And if he unshields him, it's just going to be bad. I mean, crazy. Yeah, it's going to crazy. So, um, yeah, he basically says, you know, ain't no, we got time for that. Correct. <laughs> it's, it's his response. <laughs> so, and that's how we end this chapter. Mm-hmm. So, well, anything from all that's of- a decision for him and men to leave. So he gets the ultimate avoidance tactic. Maybe he staged this that way he didn't have to have a run in with a Gwen. Okay. I mean, not a Gwen, Elaine. Uh, the Elaine. Okay. Yeah. Oh, he's, he's like, he's, right? he, he, he's like, stall tactic, stall tactic. Hey guys, thought can you blow up that tower? Just knock a hole right through it. And then run like hell. Bet. The things that men will do to avoid a woman. Yeah. Right. <laughs> well, at least I'm mad at him, at least. I mean, I know uh, if my wife's mad at me, I'll do almost anything to avoid. <laughs> but that's just... Uh, In junior year, <laughs> I shaved my head. Delay the inevitable. Like, just, oh, man, no, I'm busy right now. <laughs> I had a girl I did not like who loved to play in my curls. I shaved my head. Mm. I had you, nine you... and a half inches of. I mean, my curls were like ringlets. They dropped to my eyes. She would not leave them alone. Shaved my head. Yeah, all of it gone. That's, that's a little extreme. She's like, "Oh, what did you do?" Yeah, <laughs> it only made it worse. She's like, oh, "Oh, look!" And then she did a little thing where you oh, rub it. No. Hair oh, up. Yeah. She left it alone the next day, though. So I was all right. She really just she got the memo. Yeah, there you go. Fun times. You guys ready for the, the? I guess well, there's technically two more chapters, but really, just one more chapter. Let's be honest. Yeah, yeah, we're ready. <laughs> Even this chapter was like, it's your pa- it's your boy Taryn. Yeah, I'm gonna, go ahead, Taren. I'm gonna go ahead and sign off. I really don't care about this next chapter. <laughs> <laughs> you, you, you don't love Parent? Chris loves Parent. Parent well, is hates, by Dane, far. Dane hates Parent. If you know that. Dane yeah, hates Perrin, but uh, I, Perrin, <laughs> actually is one of my favorite characters, actually. But Dane, so why did you choose to be Dane? Oh, man. It just what's your draw for the White Cloak? Nah, what's the draw to the White Cloaks? What happened? <laughs> the shits, uh, shits just, the, just the jokes. Yeah, especially so for like Twitter of time. Yeah, man, just for just for the fun. When it started a couple of years ago, I was like when the show came, like they started talking about a show. Yeah. I was like, man, how funny would it be if like it got really popular? Like, because I remember seeing like uh, when like all the Marvel stuff, like you had Groot and stuff, and just like yeah. and the president saying something, he would just be like, "I am Groot," right? Like, mm-hmm. my whole thing we was had, like, if this is really popular, had, how fun would it be to be like the president's a dark yeah. friend, and like everybody be like, "Oh, I know where this is from," but it just yeah. kind of grew into this. From there was the Grom profile for a while on Twitter time, whereas the guy just said yeah. Grom, Grom. He he hasn't posted a lot of he or she or whoever it was that ran that account, but it's uh that was that was funny. I enjoyed the girl. (laughs) Girl. Girl. 
<laughs> so we, anyway, we do finally get a parent perspective. We do, yeah. Parents marching yeah. in uh in the finally land of white cloaks. Am the land of white cloaks? Uh, because he's, he's marching towards uh, the prophet, not towards mm-hmm. any white cloaks. But um, um, you know, and, and it's cold. It's winter. There's snow everywhere. Uh, the aisles seem not to be faced by the cold, even though like they're not dressed appropriately for it, and they're not used to the cold. They're desert people, um, but they're not. They're, they're hard. They're, they're hardened people, so they're fine. And yeah, they're going to, to confront the prophet and the dragon sworn uh, in particular. And of course, the only thing on my boy's mind is, I was right not to bring her. Yeah, it's right not to bring her. So this Less is funny. where like I love Perrin, but it's a little annoying. Like she's your wife, bro. We get it. Yeah. Let it go. Yeah. We yeah. understand. You got Elias and Aram with them, uh, riding along with Perrin on the other side. Um, Aram and uh, and Elias. Um, and he, she was surprised that Fayel did not get mad about being left behind. Um, but That's she smelled her in her place now. Mm-hmm. So we get to that in Fayel's perspective, but yeah. Um, nah, and, Elias got that unlocked. Elias is like, she, she ain't fight you, did she? <laughs> like, parents, like, I don't want to admit it, but you're right. If I yell at her, then she listens to me. He's like, I know I'm right. <laughs> She's still dating. That's how they do things there. Yeah. <laughs> <Duh>. <sighs> yeah. And, and, you know, we get a description of some of the prophets men that are outside uh, this town as they're walking in. And, and, and they're kind of like, you know, a little bit of ragtag you know like, like dirty and jankity is kind of the word yeah yeah dirty and jankity yeah jankity. yeah um drab woolen clothes and look like they've yeah. been struggling through life and half of them were nobles at one point but mm-hmm. they they all look kind of out of sorts yep and, and you get a description of the town as well and, and parents think to himself you know, he's not here to fight masima he doesn't want to fight masima he just wants to get masima take him to ran that's what he's trying to do. Um, you know, and he eventually finds the house where the prophets stay in the tall house. You know, the Aes Sedai keeping their faces hidden because obviously the prophet does not like Aes Sedai and they know this. Um, mm-hmm. You know, and Perrin asks to see Masim and they kind of like look at him like, who are you? And he's like, I'm Perrin. Like, Rand's friend? Yeah. I'm Rand's friend? Like, he should know yeah. Me. yeah. He should know who I am. Like, yeah. you let me in right now. Like, <laughs> Like, you don't know who I am? You don't know who I am? <laughs> no, well, and, yeah. and they finally they finally let him in. Oh, yeah. They take, you know. Yeah, this, they, and they escort him straight to, to, to Masima. And he's standing in the middle of this room. He gives a description of the room and everything like that. And Masima is batshit crazy. Just yeah. right away. Masima's mm-hmm. a um, weirdo, man. Yeah. He is just weird. He's just like, he's like Sons of the Lambs, like Buffalo Bill crazy. Yeah, uh, he's surprised to see Perrin came, you know, and he starts throwing shit at Perrin about like, you know, per- what Perrin's been doing and how it's an insult to the dragon and blah, 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 all stuff. It's like, you don't even know who dragon, the, who Rand is. Like, shut the yeah. And as all this is going on, the Aes Sedai finally show their faces and Seema immediately cuts off. She, he's just like, you brought them here? Like, this even confirms even more. Like, <laughs> how dare you bring them here? Um, 
And, and parents just thinking like, only if you knew the awesome men are here too. Uh, you, yeah. <laughs> you don't even know what I brought. There are channeling <laughs> men here. Yeah. <laughs> Which is kind of interesting. Like, so the women exhibit this like youthful face, but the men get nothing but driven mad. Hard That's times, man. Mm, <laughs> right? Like, Jordan, you could have done better by the men. That's all. <laughs> To be fair, though, we don't maybe really they know. get Maybe they grow two inches or something. Taller, that is. Yeah. So as they go crazy, though, they don't really get to live long enough to, to do it, right? Seem, this doesn't know. seem right. doesn't feel the same without a white cloak uh, mind rant. They haven't cut audio off yet. I haven't cut his audio off yet. <laughs> but, yeah. yeah. It's, um, but, yeah. Um, you know, Rand sent parent to stop the killing and to bring the scene to him. And that's what he tells him. He's like, yeah, I I'm, I'm sent to the killing needs to stop. You need to come with me. And, and this, the tension's super high. I mean, you, you it, it's just at a peak here in this room. Uh, and, and the scene answers like, yeah, I, 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 whenever the dragon summons, I have to meet right away, but I got a lot of shit to do. So uh, yeah. give me a few days and I'll leave with you and, and everything like that. And, and, and we'll get there eventually. Like, and we'll get there eventually. And parents like, no, we can get you today. Like we can get a car in today, and you can be back in you know no time at all. So we're we're leaving right now. And Masima is like recoiled, disgusted, like the thought of the one power being used. He's like, yeah, do not touch me with their evil magic. I'm surprised yeah, I haven't teamed up with them. The white cloaks and Masima. That sounds like a great combination. Look, yeah. you know, the white cloaks. Are not crazy like Massimo is crazy. <laughs> I mean, the friend of my friend, I mean, the friend of my enemy is my friend, right? Or my yeah, friend they're pretty crazy too. Uh, truthfully, they're a little crazy too. But yeah, man, he Massimo is so weird. Like, I get, I don't know if you guys say it or not, Alan, but like, I like when parents like he's like touching the powers of blasphemy, and then parents like, yeah. bro, you know that the Dragon yep. Reborn channels. <laughs> yeah, he's like no ran channels. He's like, he's like, yeah, but it's meant for no other man but him. Like, <laughs> yeah. yeah. He's just a strange guy, but you know, I think it's in the what you said, though. I mean, they are kind of alike if you think about it, really. You know, yeah. um, in some cases, like you know, being hypocritical about a lot of stuff, like Massimo is kind of hypocritical here about like the creator, you know, right? Like he's like sure. the light made flesh, right? You know, and then we know, like, in their lore, right? Uh, you know, the one power is something from that, right? So, sure, you know, you, yeah. you definitely see the crazy from both sides here. Oh, sure. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Um and, and Perrin just says, Hey, we'll fine, we'll ride, but no delays. We we go right now. Um and and Perrin can sense that you know he smells grim, you know, and, and he says he's anxious to meet with Ram. And my Seema answers like, Well, I'm very anxious to meet with the Dragon Reborn. And, but at the same time, yeah, smells, to pick with him. Yeah, but he smells grim. So hmm. I actually don't even remember what happens. I'm going to have to Google that one. (laughs) (laughs) Yeah, I don't remember. (laughs) Well, anyway, after all this, we switched to Fahil. So anything from the meeting. Yeah, they hug it out. (laughs) They become friends. It's all about the friends we met along the way. Um, So anything before we switch to Fahil's point of view? No. Yeah. Okay. Well, we switched to Fahil. Um, She's taking up Falcon, Falcon, Falconry, uh, hawking with a, with one of uh, her, her, I guess, uh, women that she's, or one of the, what is it, Fahil Shaf, Shaf? Mm-hmm. Um, yeah. Um, they, they're uh, hunting with falcons, catching little rabbits here and there. Uh, she's been happy with her new handmaidens. 
um, you know, they're servants with, with uh, well, more gays, Magdin, Magdin, whatever, yeah. how you say it. And, Le- you know, Bain Shiad have come with Fayil as well. Um, you know, even though uh, Fayil refused them as part of her escort, you know, didn't want them to come. They, they, they insisted. Um, some of the Ayil left behind. Um, and and Barrelane's there as well. Hmm. So, um, and, and she's, you know, Happy that Berlin's, but not happy that Berlin's there. It's it's a really, yeah. It's just an awkward situation all the way around. Yeah, you know, happy that parents been behaving properly, as she says, and I put behaving in air quotes in quotes behaving. Yeah, properly. finally of yelling at me, and not her. Yeah, <laughs> I never understood that either. Maybe we maybe we needed a, a lady here tonight. To yeah, to so I just didn't that. like. I mean, whether I'm trying oh, to maybe, her or shutting maybe her, see Robert it? Jordan to figure out where he was going with this. Yeah. Mm-hmm. <laughs> I always felt they gave Parent a hard time. You know, like she was always giving him like way harder of a time than yeah. he could be. I mean, I get that she's proud of Parent for leading. Like, and I get that, that he's finally coming into himself and actually leading and becoming a harder person. Um, you know, manning up if you want to use the misogynist term or whatever. I, I get that aspect of from at least from her culture, but the whole yelling at me versus yelling at Bear Lane, that seems a little I don't know. Maybe just looking at it through a modern lens and not the nineties lens. I don't know. Um maybe it's just Robert Jordan's weird way of writing these yeah, it was all Jordan. Yeah. <laughs> He's just like projecting his wishes like I want a woman that I could just yell at and she'll just take that shit. <laughs> Yeah, I don't, I don't know how her and, and Harriet's uh, relationship was. Uh, that's maybe the question for Harriet next. Yeah, she, <laughs> first question I ask her, like, did he yell at you a lot? Are you okay? <laughs> uh, 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 Would that be a appropriate I, question to ask Harriet? Why do you Why do you think I had to start the Amazon the series? That way I can pay for my counseling. <laughs> exactly. If you listen, I'm sorry. Uh, yeah, I think someone actually posted something like that. That what was that? Uh, Someone said that Taint um, was someone posted something on Twitter time today, something like, you know, like rather than uh, trying to rather than trying to cleanse the Taint, why don't you just go to therapy or something like that? <laughs> like, <laughs> something along those lines, like work it out with Luz. Yeah, work out with Luz. Um, but yeah, she brought up parent for, 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 for leading. Um, and then as all this thoughts are going through, she sees some people coming and they're terrified. Um, you know, they're, they're, they're some of her people. And and they run down, um, yeah. What was what was will say? This was just the, this was Jordan making a weird culture twist between men and women. Yeah. Anyway. Um. Sure. But yeah. Um. So yeah, some people, uh, messengers come, and um, and, and say that yeah, the Shanshin have been meeting with Masima. Parents in trouble. Like, yep. and Fayil's like, oh shit, we got to get messengers right now. Like, this is not good. And then out of nowhere, they get sudden, well, then suddenly a man falls off his horse screaming and arrow through him. And then out of nowhere, hundreds of Aiel are all around them attacking in every direction. But damn, Shido. Like you would have thought by now they would have been taken out. Yeah, I really dislike the fact that they're still doing their thing, their own little cult. Dude, they're like herpes, water. man. They just don't go away. They keep coming back. <laughs> <laughs> you try. You just like, keep coming back. It's <laughs> like, you know. It's... <laughs> it's just, yeah, they just keep coming back, man. That's uh, Shadow- Shadows is the herpes of wheel time. Oh, that's my name. Uh... <laughs> oh, man. <laughs> 
Yeah, that's a, that's a, that's a good tweet you guys. That's a good X that you need to send yeah, out. Yeah, yeah I do X. I know why the herpes over the time. Just keep coming back. Um, but yeah, Fayil's more worried about Perrin than this attack going on right now. So like, she's just trying to like get me- like messengers, like run, get the messages to Perrin. Who cares about anything? And, you know, and she takes off running as well. And realize your horse falls out from underneath her. At first, she thinks her horse trips, but then she realizes her screen before it hit something. So mm. it was definitely taken out. Everything's kind of a jumble for her, you know, as she's trying to react and pull a knife out. The eel is on top of her before she can even really do anything to defend herself. Smacks the knife away. She tries to fight, but no, to no avail. I mean, it's there's no, there's no contest. Um, and he disarms her and strips her down completely naked and binds her with rips. That sounds like a good night. <laughs> uh, maybe not in context for, for a while, and now she's finally getting it. Uh, yeah, meanwhile, yeah. I'm like, man, that's got to be cold. Because <laughs> that, that yeah, we'll go. Yeah, yeah. Be, being naked in the cold is not fun. Um, no, not in the snow. Good gracious. Yeah, yeah. I've, I, I've only had to do that once. You know, shirt on naked, and that's because I fell into the water when I was snowing. Mm. And you have to take your clothes, you have to take your clothes off immediately, otherwise, you get hypothermia real fast. But yeah, it's not comfortable even without clothes on. Um, so, but yeah, several men um, are down, and when she gets brought back, um, you know, uh, a bunch of people are a bunch of people are dead. She sees Bane and Chiad; they're also captured naked, uh, but right. they're just they're just kind of just mean mugging like they don't even care they're naked they're just yeah, like no, they're, they're just... like how dare you take them as guys shine like this is against IL culture at all like yeah, you kill them friends. you don't take them prisoner like these are this, this is she, she creating its own culture yeah it's a shido by name and this is when it kind of clicks with fail that shido i thought they were in you know um the, the what is it the um whatever dagger um yeah. Kins, kinslayer's dagger I didn't think they're even close to here. Um, yeah, but Magadin's also, uh, uh, yeah, uh, Magadin's also caught. A few others are captured. And she just keeps on worrying about Perrin. Like, yeah. Did anyone get out? Perrin, we got to warn Perrin. We got to let him know. But she realizes Baralain's not there. And she's like, I hate Shit. the fact that Baralain has to deliver this message. Like, yeah. Will she deliver it? That's the real question. Will she, right. yeah. Or will she just leave finally? Who knows? Opportunity. It, it is. And we switched to the last point of view. So anything from the Shido capturing Fayel? What do you think? What, what's your thoughts about this? Because we've seen kidnappings in almost every book. <laughs> what do you think about Fayel being captured? What do you think Perrin's going to do? Nothing. <laughs> wow. Okay. No, I say that. It's the Shido, dude. There's nothing he can do. They're Aiel. At the end of the day, he does not have his army of wolves anymore. He does not have other wolf people yet. Like, I feel like he needs to get his other army together okay. and then get the few IL that he brought with him and then go get her back. How long but would that take? Probably longer than she has. Books. <laughs> <laughs> She'll be saved by the time he gets people together. There you go. It'll happen when it happens, right? So, anything from all this? Any thoughts about the shadow showing up? The damn shadow just, just always. No, they, just, they always definitely. show up at the most inconvenient times. So when it said Aiel popped up and they were captured, I was like, 
I actually at first thought, damn, are they that mad with Rand? And I was like, nah, this, <laughs> this ain't them. This is not yeah. their way. Yeah. So. Yep. Interesting. So um, the final uh, point of view is to switch to Egwene. Um, and it's really short. She's just riding with a monk's her eyes and eye. And, and I skipped ahead because I was reading through my notes and forgot that this is the part where it's talking about all the new people. So I said in the beginning of the chapter, Elaine and Egwene always get mixed up in my head. Uh, and, um, but anyway, so Egwene has all the new people that have joined over time because she'd opened the book of the novices. So there's a lot of new people, a lot of new novices coming out of the woodwork. Um, and one of them is even might be more powerful than Anif. So, yeah, mm. she mentions that as well. Um, but what sh- Scott talks to me more is some of them are from Emmons Field. Yep, because they're talking about they're sticking, like their tongue out. they're sticking their tongue out at her, and she's like, I'm, I'm in the seat, I'm gonna have to punish you, you know? Like, yeah, can't <laughs> do that. <laughs> like, it's cute, I get it, but but no, but no. <laughs> We, we, we can't have that. Um, and then Bryn comes up and she tries to act all cool around Bryn. I mean, she's happy that Bryn's there because she wants her general close by and, you know, for army and everything like that. But at the same time, she's trying to act all cool. Not just like, yeah, whatever. Well, um, yeah, I'm not on the inside. Yeah. The hall is all obeying begrudgingly. They are they're testing as much as they can. They're mm. obeying when they have to obey and trying to test her orders when it has nothing to do with war as much as possible. Um, but yep, that's kind of the, the, I guess the, the feeling of the camp right now, we got a lot of new people. We got the hall of sitters that are kind of somewhat not really being that supportive at all. And at all. And, you know, she orders the sitters to go ahead and open the gateway. They open a giant 13 sisters form together, open a giant gateway to outside of Tarvalin. They see dragon mounts off in the distance, and Shiriam turns to uh, Egwene and says, it has begun. Yeah. It's time. It's time. Why is this whole next book not even mention Egwene at all? (laughs) (laughs) This next book. (laughs) No Egwene. No Egwene at all. Probably even no mention of Perrin either. They're just going to drop both of them from the book for, you know, bring them back at the very end. And Perrin breathed. Smiled, and 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 Zul's did say Perrin has several thousand fighters. Yeah, but weren't they all just attacked? I guess no, they didn't bring all the people with them. So there are some people elsewhere. Yeah. So if I didn't bring everybody with him, and then Perrin brought up life. Yeah, so there's more. Yeah. Yeah, he just has to choose, right? Like, is he going to do Perrin? Smiled. Perrin, or is he going to go after Perrin. his lady? What's he going to do? Mm. It's a tough choice. He's in a tight spot. Yeah. He has an order to bring. Gonna go after Ryan. He's gonna go after the next spot. He's gonna go after this his woman. Mm-hmm. Okay. So yeah, that's how we end the section, and then uh, our chapter, and then we have the little short chapter thirty-one, uh, basically epilogue, saying rumors everywhere, and it's a bunch of rumors. I mean, I'm, I would read through all of them, but they're just Tarvalon fell. The rebels were crushed. There were no rebels. Black Tower is broken. Black Tower did this. I said I destroyed the Sun Palace. No, Rand destroyed the Sun Palace. Sean Sean Chan. Destroyed everyone. No, the Sancho got pushed back to the sea. Rumors are everywhere. And the rumors spread. And we end the book. (laughs) (laughs) And that's how a lot of these books end with just rumors flying everywhere about what just happened. But yeah. So, but, but yeah, more rumors going around. Um, No real conclusion. Uh, Ian did call me uh, 
uh, apologize for not making tonight. He did say, I have nothing more to add. This is my least favorite ending of any book you've read so far, is what he said. Uh, <laughs> he says, because nothing gets concluded and everything's just left on the cliffhanger. I, I swear to you, it would not surprise me if we go a whole book without hearing from anybody from the last two chapters. <laughs> There's okay, how many Robert Jordan that would be? You know, we, we have to have random men, but I could see no pair, no uh, Fael, no Egwene. No I could see that. I could nothing see else. That. Okay. I feel like no, we're gonna. Do we even get Matt in this book? We, this was a book. Hundred percent. This book was without Matt. Matt was mentioned, but never seen. So I can see the next book being Matt and Rand. And Matt's under Mark's a giant friend. wall in Evidor. Still, still <laughs> under. This has been months now, and his ass has been trapped. Like, yeah, he's still under a giant wall. Or maybe he's got amnesia or something, and he's with yeah. the Sean Chan. He's married. Well, it's like Fires of Heaven doesn't mention Perrin at all. It's a whole entire book without Perrin. This is the whole entire book without Matt. And then Dragon Reborn's pretty much, even though it's called the Dragon Board, it's pretty much the whole entire book without Rand. Because, yeah, besides like the couple snippets at the beginning and a couple snippets at the end, it's not Rand's book. Um, but yeah, yeah. So- did you read the Alan? So I know you've read before, but did you read them as they were being published? I did not. So I started reading the series uh, before Memory Light came out, but um, yeah. right. but uh, after everything, after so after all that, I I was a later. So I think I yeah. started reading it in two thousand. When 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 did I? I don't know when Memory Light came out. Um, I started reading two thousand ten. Okay. Yeah, I, oh, I yeah. I remember, like, came out in 2013. So, yeah, I mean, that sounds right. Uh, 2010s when I started reading it. So, by the time I got to, uh, I'm not sure when, um, when uh, the Gathering Storm or the Towers of Midnight came out. Um, Towers of Midnight was in 2010. So, yeah, I started reading right as Towers of Midnight came out. So, yeah. Hmm. So I remember. Um, so I I picked it. I picked them up in like like two like roughly like ninety nine two thousand. I guess it ended up being. Okay. So I read through them very quickly. So had to wait until like late two thousand. I think it was when Wonders Hard came out. So I was ticked off having that whole book without Matt. Right? Because you like the building falls on him. Right? And mm-hmm. yeah. So it was a yeah. it was a rough time to uh, have to wait all those years for some <laughs> for the next. Yeah. Mistakes have been made doing exactly that. Yeah, <laughs> I, I like I said, I was a little later to the series. I was not a big fantasy reader growing up. Um, I mean, I, I had read Tolkien, uh, Lord of the Rings, and The Hobbit. That was pretty much the extent of my fantasy reading growing up. Um, read a lot of other stuff. I was a reader, but just didn't read fantasy that much. Um, actually, fell. I found the series accidentally. Um, I, I created a nonprofit back in two thousand nine called eye of the world um that was uh expedition youth education of the world was a sailing organization um and it was based on the grateful dead song eyes of the world and as i was sailing in australia i walked into a random bookshelf bookstore and there was this book called eye of the world on the shelf and it was the name of my nonprofit that i had founded so i bought it and read it that's how i found the series (laughs) so it's literally like Call it Tavirin. Uh, I don't know, yeah. uh, but it was just like it was just one of those things where like I like wasn't my in my wheelhouse at all of something I would normally read. It was just happenstance that I had named this nonprofit Eye of the World, nothing to do with Robert Jordan at all. It had everything to do with the Eyes of the World by Grateful Dead, 
uh, song. Um, and yeah, the rest is history. Yeah. Cool. <laughs> then read it and then reread it and reread it. So, yeah, it's uh, yeah, yeah. Yeah. yeah, now I've read a lot more fantasy since then, um, in yes. the last 13 years, but uh, <laughs> but yeah, that's that's what that's where I was about, but yeah, so fun times. Uh, anything from all these chapters or this whole book or anything else, Chris, you wanted to discuss or any questions, Dane, you had for Chris or questions I could ask for Ian when he comes back next week. Uh, anything at all you want to add? Send him an email if you want. Okay. Yeah, send him an email. I can give you his phone number. You can text him. Yeah. That's what the contract is. <laughs> Personally, I have nothing else to add. Like, I was actually not expecting, I felt like we got to this book really quickly. Get to this book, yeah? Yeah. So I was expecting I, a few more weeks on this book. But. Gotcha. Now, I have picked up the pace a little bit. Um, uh, for, for these books um we're gonna read through the next few books pretty fast um just because i mean winter's heart has a really good uh is a, is a has a very very good ending that's all i'm gonna say i'm not gonna say anything else <laughs> besides that uh has a very climatic ending to it um but um uh it, it and i hope people say the slug doesn't exist this this and the beginning of winter's heart and even the next book after winter's heart is considered what people would call the slog so i have a the speed that we're doing these mm. uh, just kind of make it through dope yeah 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 and now alan has suckered as a habit of suckering people to read books at, at very slow spaces yes yeah i have another podcast called the cosmere reads where we're we're doing the exact same thing guys except with the cosmere <laughs> with <laughs> other people with we're other people uh yeah i have other suckers that uh that, that agreed to do it uh eating chris do um Will yes. Alondo, uh, yeah. So they're 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 reading this list speed, but yeah, Chris and Ian get to read the Cosmere at their own leisure, uh, and we do talk about it from time to time. But uh, yeah, but, I'm but, still waiting on Ian to. Well, we finished it now. Now we got to record. But, we got to record. Yeah. So, yeah. As the dark friend does. I know. That's what we do. Yeah. <laughs> we torture. We torture. I torture Ian, Chris, with slow reading. Uh, <laughs> Just this two or three chapters a week, and we just yeah, How did you make it through. Bringing up Miss Bourne now, did you see the the really cool car? I know you did. Everybody yeah. else, there's gonna be a card game, so I'm gonna actually get back into card games. Yeah, there's gonna be a Miss Bourne card game coming out. That's gonna be cool. That's gonna be fun. A Miss Bourne um, card game. Okay. okay. Like yeah, yeah. So yeah, like Pokemon or Magic or I don't yeah, know. Yeah. Like yeah, there's gonna be a a Miss Bourne card game. So. Cool. Uh, as I as I told you, Chris, already when you told me that, uh, just another way for Brandon Sanderson to take my money. Um, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so, looks like you're gonna be buying those, um, along with all the other stuff that he comes up with. Um, so, anyways, um, thank you, Dane, so much for coming on. Uh, go follow, yeah, thank go you, follow Dane on Twitter at Chad Bornhold. Uh, yeah. Danish is what he goes by these days. That does change sometimes, <laughs> but. Uh, <laughs> He is best friends with uh, Duffy, who actually plays uh, Bornhold uh, in the in the show. <laughs> so, I've seen the tweets going back and forth. All right, I know you guys are BFFs now. <laughs> he even he even wore your shirt. Did did you have a shirt made for him or something? Uh, yeah, I sent the, I sent the shirt over. Uh, so I, someone uh, so uh, Tigreen Mantier on there. They had made a, a shirt that they gave to me when we went to uh, JordanCon, and then so we <laughs> sent him one as well. Yeah. So, yeah. Yeah, so that was, that was <laughs> yeah. So the actor who's playing Dane, you got yeah. Dane. Dane. I, I just yeah. picture the Spider Man 
Jeff. Yeah, that was much. awesome. Yeah, super. Yeah, super <laughs> cool, man. Yeah, I mean, he's, he's very. Yeah, I mean, he's pretty nice. Um, but yeah, uh, yeah, I'm excited to see. Obviously, I mean, I'm excited to see the the season two anyway. But it'll be cool to see how he brings you know Dane to life. So, how does one sinister? Those are white cloak secrets that you have to join the yes. order to get those secrets. And uh, and I, I'm not allowed anywhere near that organization, so I can't tell you. <laughs> And like he can't said, tell you yeah. either. Season stuff. two, that little nugget that they gave at the end of season one, if you haven't seen, which I know everybody that's listening right now has seen it, but that was a, a nice little nugget. Yeah. Oh, the Dark Spring Social? Yeah, I hope yeah. they eat the little girl. <laughs> Jeez. You know, Jeez. Well, I got dark facts. <laughs> 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 He seems hungry. <laughs> I hope, Mike, you see the, the, I won't spoil more than the thing walking with the little girl off into the moonlight. That's kind of what I'm hoping. And yeah. then a scream. Yeah. A chalk cook pot. <sighs> All right. So, how we can be found is at thewheelreads.com. Um, you know, www.thewheelreads.com. It has links to everything, all our social media. Go check us out there. Um, you can find links to our episodes. You can play your episodes directly from there. You can view our episodes, our podcast directly from the website. Get links to our merchandise. Um, we have a ton yeah, of our sponsorship. Yeah, and sponsor. Yeah, in the very bottom there are sponsor links. So we are sponsored by several organizations, several companies. Um, there are special deals you can get. Uh, some pretty cool ones. So go check it out. Uh, go. Just click on those links because there are actually really good deals. Uh, the NordVPN, I think, was the best one. Um, mm. There's a couple of other ones, but the NordVPN is a great deal. Um, they 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 gave us, a, I think it's like 68% off yeah. like, cost if you sign up through our link. So, yeah. Affiliate links. Yay. Um, we'll do official episode brought to you by them when we don't have Patreons and I have something else to do. This episode is fire Patreons because we have new ones. We love you. Yeah. Um, but when we don't have patrons, uh, I'll, I'll plug NordVPN some more. Um, but yeah, so go check it out there. Merchandise, sponsor links, all sorts of fun stuff. Uh, we have Patreon as well. If you want to, like as I mentioned, uh, join us, support us that way. Really, all that money goes towards things like equipment. Uh, as I mute myself, trying to grab my mic. Um new cameras equipment um goes towards things like giveaways we do a ton of giveaways we won't be able to do it without that uh and then it actually does cost money to run a podcast people don't realize that um um we have to pay for like hosting and all sorts of other stuff so anyways yeah um it helps so go check it out support us if you want to if not just listen to us we do have ads too so that helps too so just listen to us helps so yeah. anyway um yeah review us tell us what you think tell us how horrible we are i i like all those are our the, favorites i love bad reviews because i don't <laughs> care um give us high stars with bad reviews well there's a little secret and chris and ian and i talk about this offline all the time and i'll tell you this right now and i know i'm live and it's gonna be part of the podcast right now i don't care what you think about our podcast because we don't do it for you we just want to hang out with our friends. It's an excuse for us to hang out once a week and our wives let us do it. So it talked about fantasy books. So if you don't like it, I don't care. <laughs> but if you do, great. We love you for it. Um, so that's all I got for this week. So until next time, I guess. Yeah. Peace. <laughs>
Okay, bye. <laughs> bye. Bye. I hope you enjoyed the show and thank you for listening to The Wheel Reads. See y'all next time.